This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. Um, y'all, y'all listen, everybody shout different. Everybody shout different. God desires to do something different. God is doing something different. God is doing something different in this church. I believe that that is spilling over into your own personal lives, your own spiritual walk with God. God is doing something different with all of us and in all of us. Um, and so we, we celebrate God for different um, I, I do encourage you, I do encourage you when you get home, change something in your house. Uh, do something different. When you get home, move some furniture around. Yeah, move the shiffle roll over. Yeah, go home. Yeah, do something. Yeah, all the little whatnots, y'all got, move them things. Yeah, put them somewhere else. Yeah, move all them whatnots and do something. Yeah, do, do something different. Do something symbolic. Do something different. Amen. Yeah, try something different. Try a new hairstyle. Do something. Yeah, do, there you go. Amen. I saw Miss Ann. Where Miss Ann and Miss Ann did something different? Where Miss Ann? Where Miss Ann? Where's she at? Oh, she outside? That, look at Miss Ann. Y'all give Miss Ann a hand. What I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Miss Ann did something different. Y'all, y'all playing games. Miss Ann is playing no games with nobody. You hear me? Miss Ann doing something different. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Do something different. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, do something different. We thank, we praise the Lord. Do something different. Um, so, uh, so, so, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be working this series for the next couple of Sundays. Um, I know we, you know, we've got iServe coming up, but after iServe, we'll jump back into the series and we'll just keep teaching about different how how God has 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 called us to. Um, to stand out. He hadn't called us to fit in. God called us to stand out. God called, we, we are, the, the, the Bible called you a peculiar people. Yeah, he, he, the Bible says that we are a peculiar people. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. So there is something uh, a distinctly different between the church or a Christian and the rest of the world, amen, something unique and something distinctly different, and so we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that. Tonight, tonight, I want to I wanna go into part two of our teaching on prayer strategy. Everybody say prayer strategy. Um, you, we, all of us, we're in a war. We're all in a war. You need to know that. We're in a war. We have a real adversary. We have an enemy. Some people call him Lucifer, Beelzebub, Satan, old Slewfoot. What, what, they, yeah, they call him no shoulders, whatever. I don't know where they get that from. Um, but whatever, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah, old serpent. Yeah, the devil or dragon. Yeah, but, but, but we, there, there's, a, there's a real devil that's fighting you, and he has demons that are fighting you. But God told us that our weapons are powerful. 
God said, the weapon that I gave you is more powerful than the weapon that the enemy uses against you. As a matter of fact, God said it so, he said it so succinctly, he said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Watch this. He didn't say it wouldn't hurt, but he said it wouldn't prosper. Now watch this. So, So that means to us that as long as we're in the right posture, the enemy's weapon won't prosper. Let me say that again. As long as we're in the right posture, the enemy's weapons won't prosper. Keep that in your mind. That's, that, that, that's tweetable. Make sure y'all quote me on that. Okay. All right. So, um, so, so uh, grab, matter of fact, we'll just put these on the screen. You, you won't have to look at these. These are the ones I gave you last week. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5. You, you'll see this one on the screen. Um, matter of fact, go, to the, go straight to the message Bible, Jerry. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 6. If you don't have that, um, just kind of jot that down if you were not here last week. The, the world is unprincipled. It's dog eat dog out there. The world doesn't fight fair, but we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have, never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 6 in the Message Bible. Also, I want you to look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11, also in the Message Bible, and you'll see this on the screen. And the Message Bible says, keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and will like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on your faith. The suffering won't last forever. Isn't that good news? The suffering, I I don't know, somebody need to hear that tonight. The suffering won't last forever. Isn't that good news? Listen, no, if it's written in the Bible, that means that this, in this particular case, it's a promise for you. If you you keep a firm grip on your faith, the suffering won't last forever. Glory to God. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. It won't be long before you're on on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. Amen. So, strategy number one, if you were not here last week, write this down. If you were not here last week, write this down or take, take this note in your phone, in your notes page. Number one is understand your opponent. You got to understand that we have an opponent. Understand that every morning you wake up, you wake up in a battle. 
When you lay down, you lay down in a battle. Now, now of course, we're not, we're, we're, not, we're not necessarily to focus so much on the battle that we, we stop living. Um, God still wants us to enjoy life. He still wants us to go through life and enjoy life. But at the same time, it's important for you to know that, that you have an opponent. There is somebody that, uh, that, that you're, about to, you're about to fight. How, how many of you guys were in sports in school? You, you were in sports. You were in sports. What did what, what, you play? What did you play? Football, what did you play? Basketball, what did you play? Volleyball, who had their hands up over here? What did you play? Softball, what did y'all play? Basketball, what did you play? Track and field, who, who did something weird? Who did something weird? Yeah, what you do? You played tennis. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's not that weird. Yeah, but, but tennis, tennis. What else? You had your hand up, what did you do? You did what, lacrosse? Is that what you said? What, what school did you go? What school you? What? Where, where you was at? Connecticut? California? Okay, she played, she played lacrosse. Anybody play polo on the polo team? Um, okay, so watch this. Now check this out. Check this out. When, when you were getting ready to, to play against the opposing team, how would you prepare for that, for that, um, for that game? How would you prepare? What would you do? Say what? You watch film. You watch film. Why do you watch film? Why? To see what your opponent looked like? Say again. To learn what their techniques are, to learn their patterns, to what? To learn their weaknesses and also to learn their strengths. So watch this. So we understand that from a game standpoint, but I don't think we fully understand that from a battle strategy standpoint. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you all this. Let me ask you all this. What, 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 what do you know about the devil already? Just well, raise your hand. What do, you, what do you know about him? What do we know about him? What do you know about him? He's jealous. What? We know he's a liar. What else? He's a killer. What else? He's sneaky. What else? He'll steal. He likes darkness. What else? What else? He fell from heaven. He likes confusion. He's real. Yes, ma'am. He's organized. Yes, ma'am. Say what? He hates us. Somebody else. Yes, ma'am. He's persistent. Yes, ma'am. He's disruptive. Yes, ma'am. He's patient. Yes, ma'am. He's already defeated. <laughs> yes, sir. He's an accuser. Yes, sir. He's shrewd and crafty. Now watch this. Now, now watch this. So, so do we know all of that stuff about the devil? So, okay, so, so, now, so now the question is, if we know how he is, here's my next question. How are you preparing? How are you prepared to defeat him? What have you done? What have you done? in preparation to defeat him. If you know all that stuff about it, what have you done? Because watch this. If I were to ask you, what did your basketball team do to play to defeat the next team, you could tell me everything that y'all did. If I tell y'all what the, what the lacrosse team did, well, y'all probably couldn't tell me what the lacrosse team did. But, but, but if, if, if I asked you about the team, what did the team do to feed, defeat the, end, the, the other team, y'all could tell me. So here's my question. What are you doing to, over, to defeat the enemy? Tell me. Studying. They, they just repeated what you said. Studying. Praying. 
Fasting. Are we fasting? Taking control of your thoughts? Memorizing scripture? Learning? Changing my environment? Worship? Praying? Changing your circle? What else? Is that it? Applying the teaching? Do you have your hand up? Oh, you're scratching, scratching your head? Being watchful for every attack. Yes, ma'am. Casting down negative thoughts. If, if y'all don't have this, you probably need to start jotting some of these things down because this stuff is really good. Y'all getting this for free. Y'all didn't have to pay a cover charge to come in here tonight. Yes, ma'am. Watching the words that you speak. Yes, ma'am. Meditating on what we pray about. Yes, ma'am. Able to recognize whether or not he's using you. Who had their hand up right here? Yes, ma'am. Watching the doors that we open. I thought you were going to say something. Yes, ma'am. Use the authority that God, this is good stuff. Y'all better be getting this. Use the authority that God gave us because, because it, is, it is my goal and my hope to have everyone in this room live a successful Christian life. Because the Christian life should be recognized by the success that exists in it. I want you to be successful as a Christian. I don't want you to be a defeated Christian. So in order for us to be a successful Christian, there are some things that we have to learn, that we got to learn this strategy that the Bible teaches that, that, that guarantees our success. You are guaranteed victory in the spirit realm. Did you know that? You're guaranteed victory. Watch this. Satan, Satan... Satan is already defeated in the future. You just got to defeat him in the present. Are y'all hearing that? He's already defeated in the future, but you still got to overcome him in the present. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Okay, okay, let's look at it. Let's look at it. So, so know your opponent. Um, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to look this. I, I'll give you a scripture here in just a minute. Genesis 3.1, you see it on the screen. said, a snake was more able to fool others, any animal in the field that the Lord has made. So we get, we get a chance to know something, a little bit something about him. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So you got to know your opponent. You got you to understand who Satan is. Got to know how he operates. Know him. Number two, you, gotta know, you have to know yourself. Everybody say, know myself. You got to know yourself. What is your battlefield? What is your weakness? Where do you struggle the most in life? Make a list of your personal battles and narrow them down to your biggest battle that you're facing right now. Then ask yourself, how long have I been dealing with this thing? Are you making progress or are you regressing? Are you really fighting the battle or have you become very passive in this area? So you have to know yourself. You have to know your own weaknesses. You have to know the areas of your life where you're weak. You have to know, listen, if, if Satan is going to attack me, this is how he's going to attack me. Here's what I want everybody to do, everybody to do. Now watch this. Um, don't want to do this now. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll do it next. I'll do it next. I'll do it next. So, um, so know yourself, study the areas of the areas of your life where you know, where you know you're weak spiritually. The areas of your life where you know you're weak. I, I'll explain a little bit more. Num- Point three will help explain point number two. So you have to know yourself. Okay, so um, Romans chapter 7, verse 21 through 23 says, this has become a way of life. Um, when I want to do 
what is right, I always do what is wrong. My mind and my heart agree with the law of God, but there's a but there's a different law at work deep inside of me that fights with my mind. This law of sin holds me in its power because sin is still in me. Sin is still in me. That takes us to point number three. We stopped at point number two last week. This brings us to point number three. So jot this down if you don't already have it. Point number three is you have to determine your opponent's strategy against you. You have to determine Satan's strategy against you. If Satan is going to stop you, what is he going to use to do it? What is Satan currently using to hinder your spiritual victory? What is he using to currently hinder or stop your spiritual victory? What is he using? Um, I've, got, I've got a couple examples, and I'm sure that in this room we can, we can bring up hundreds uh, of examples in Scripture. But watch this. Watch this. God, excuse me, um, Satan used something to give David or, or to, to stop David's spiritual victory. Guess what it was? Bathsheba is, is the person that, that was there, but it was really lust. He used the lust of the flesh. He used lust of the flesh. He, listen, David, David was a sucker for a woman because he had a whole bunch of them. And, and Satan, knew, Satan knew that if I'm going to get David to fall, I've got to get him in the area of lust. He'll fall if I can just get him, if I can get him in the area of lust. Now watch this. Now check this out. Satan cannot make you do anything. But watch this. He can tempt you so much so that it seemed like he made you do it, but all he did was present the opportunity and you went for it because that was the area of your life where you were weak. So, so uh, what, does, what happens, you know, uh, Satan sets this scenario up, speaks in David's ears, and man, that girl fine. And, and do, you, do, you know that, do you know sometimes Satan will have a conversation with you? He'll be talking to you in your mind. You know, in the cartoons, they put that little red devil on your shoulder. <laughs> be talking to you. <laughs> That's some truth in some of them cartoons. Yeah, so... So, so with Bathsheba, with Bathsheba, he used, he used, he used the lust of the flesh and used the pride of life. Now watch this, now watch this, now watch this. I've met Christians who were addicted to sex. They were addicted. They were, I mean, they were, boy, they was, yeah, they were, they just, they just messed up with it. They just messed up with it. And, and Satan understands that if I'm going to get you to fall, this is how it's going to happen. Watch this. Satan, Satan, Satan is not omniscient. Satan is not all-knowing. People say, well, who's the opposite of God? People say, well, the devil. No, no, the devil can't be God's opposite, not if God is the one who created him. You can't be equal with the person that created you. That doesn't make, make any sense. So, so Satan doesn't have all the power that God has. Satan is very organized. Watch this. Satan is so organized that his demons act just like him. <laughs> so what so here's what Satan does. Satan Satan tempts you with certain things and he just finds what you fall for. And the thing that you fall for, that's the thing that he keeps sending to you because that's the thing that you fail for. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's kind of, it's kind of like a dude, it's kind of like a dude trying to pick up a girl. 
He just dropped one line. If that line don't work, he'll come back and he'll say something else. And he'll keep working on you till he find the line that works. Woo! When he find that line that works, woo, he got you, girl. And, and that's, and that's kind of that's what Satan does. Satan, Satan is working a strategy against you. Um, Judas, Judas, Judas. Satan caused Judas to fall because Judas was greedy. The love of money. The love of money. The money is not evil in and of itself, but the love of money is. We, we, God told us we're not, we, we are not to love money. We know we have to use it. Money is just a means of exchange. Money is a tool. I heard Brother Rodney say that all the time. Money is just a tool of exchange. But, but watch this. Satan, Satan used that because he knows, he knows that there may be somebody in this room. You, you've fallen in love with money. You won't even take a day off because you're trying to figure out. You're, trying to, you're constantly striving to see how much more money you can get, not realizing that you're losing the spiritual battle because Satan found your weakness. He found your weakness. He knows that you love money. He knows that, that you love sex. And so what does he do? He sets up these scenarios, and boy, you fall every time. You know why? Because you, you are not operating a spiritual strategy. He is, but we're not. Satan is a strategist. And Satan, listen, I, I, wish, I wish God would let us see Satan's blueprint to destroy your life. If you could see how much he studied you, and studied your life. He knows exactly what you like. He knows that he knows where you're strong and he also knows where you're weak. Woo! Glory to God. And he knew that Judas loved money. So you know what he did? He presented him with this offer. We'll pay you this much money if you tell us who Jesus is. And he went with it and it destroyed him spiritually. It destroyed him so much so that Judas ended up committing suicide because he just couldn't get over the guilt. And guess what? Satan said, got him. Because he fell in that regard. Lot's wife, Lot's wife, Lot's wife failed spiritually. She lost the spiritual battle because she refused to let go of the past. Satan understands, watch this, that you have so much pride. You have so much pride. You, you, you want to be vindicated so bad that you will not let go of what happened in the past. That you will hold on to it. And watch this. So what happened was Lot's wife, check this out, watch this. She looked back and became, became salty. Every time you look back, you get salty. She lost the spiritual battle because she would not let go of what happened in the past. She owned her way to victory and messed around and turned around. Glory to God. On her way to victory. She was free. She was, she, was, she was outside of the area that was condemned. She was outside, but it, although she was outside, she was free. She kept looking back. Listen, when you've moved on, move on. She wouldn't let go of the past. So guess what? She turned around. She became salty. That's what happened to her. And watch this. Satan, Satan, is, Satan is defeating many of the body of Christ because watch this. Check this out. Even church hurt. You got to let go of that. 
You can't keep carrying. Why you keep talking about church hurt? It's been 15 years ago since you went through that. And, and you know what? And I, 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 don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean to sound crass or mean to sound like I'm being insensitive, but all I am saying is that there's got to come a day, man, when, you, when you're healed from that. See, the problem is, watch this, the problem is, it's just like a sore, you just keep picking at it. You keep picking at it, the scab tries to grow, you pick it off. Scab tried to grow, you just keep picking at it, picking at it. Watch this, and eventually, check this out, because you keep picking at the scab, watch this, now, now the sore becomes infected. Watch this, watch this. The problem with the scab being infected is, watch this, the infection, the infection can now get into your bloodstream. You're picking at it. It becomes infected. The, the infection gets into your bloodstream. And if it stays in your bloodstream long enough, it can eventually find its way into your bloodline. So now your kids are dealing with the same infection that you've dealt with for many years because you, because you never allowed the past to die. God, God, God has given you the victory over some things. That there are some things that are dead, but the problem is, is that you keep going back to the grave conjuring that stuff back up. You, 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 you become like a mini soothsayer. You ought to get you some chicken bones and go out there and put a chicken bone in your nose and stand over the grave and just, anyway, no, don't do that. I, I don't know what's going to happen to you if you do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Adam and Eve lost a spiritual battle. You know Why? Because they, sec- they, they, they doubted God. You, many of you are losing the spiritual battle because Satan has tricked you into doubting whether or not God is able to bring you out or not. Hath, hath God really said, can God really deliver you? Child, you know, God can't bring you out of this. There's no way you can be delivered. You, there's no way you can be free from those memories. There's no way you can be free from the past. And you know what? Watch this. Satan will even trick you so much so that you'll start wondering, I wonder if there really is a God. You ought to be, probably slap you. Don't slap him. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Hope that didn't hurt too bad. But, but, But Satan can mess you up so much so that you start wondering, I wonder if there really is a God. I just wonder. Satan start making you doubt what you know is right. Well, will I guess two women can I guess they I mean they doing it everywhere I guess two men can be in love with each other you know I I don't know somebody said no but but what 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 I'm telling you is but what I'm saying but guess what you'd be surprised how many Christians are losing that battle that they're losing it because because Satan is, Satan is tricking them. And the moment you say, I wonder if there's really a God, Satan says, yes, got him. That's what Satan says. He says, yes, I got him. Because you know what? He goes back and his blueprint's working. Because Satan, Satan, Satan plotted an attack against you when you were young. Satan had some little boys torment me when I was a little kid. 
talking about me in school. I didn't know these dudes. They didn't know me. But Satan had a plan. He plotted that. Glory to God. And it almost worked. Hallelujah. But, but I, I thank God for Jesus. I thank God that, that he looked beyond, beyond my insecurities. And God is so smooth that God will, God will, because he loves you so much, that God will set you up until you walk right into your destiny. Now, y'all know what I'm talking about. He'll set you up so smooth. You don't even realize that you're walking into your purpose. You don't even realize you're walking right into your destiny. And he's aligning things up. Watch this. And just because there was a detour does not mean that you're still not moving in the right direction. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That just means that sometimes God has to change course. And, and many times God has to do what's called a mid-course correction in your life. So sometimes God will allow something stupid or you to do, you to fall into some sin early. So you want to do, so he allows you to do it when you're in the desert. So you don't want to do it when you're in the marketplace. Let me say that again. God will allow some things to happen in the desert so you don't have to worry about it in the marketplace. Am I preaching to anybody in here? And God will sometimes line that thing up just so you can get to your purpose. They lost it from doubt. They were doubting. They doubted God. Here's my question to you. Whatever you're in right now, can God deliver you? Watch this. You're saying that. It's easy to say. Lip service is easy. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's easy to say. Can God deliver you? Yeah. Yeah. Right on, Pastor. Yeah. You go right home texting somebody, child, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Child, I need you to pray for me, child. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Because Satan is winning. And Satan says, yes. I got. Here's the question. Is God able or is he not? That's the question. You got to make up in your mind. Can, listen, can God bless your marriage or can he not? Come on, man. The, the problem is, is that sometimes we get so caught up by what we see. But faith don't come by seeing. Faith come by hearing. And see, once you know the problem, listen, you know what? Me and my wife, we get into it sometimes. Sometimes, boy, you know, she be acting up and I be acting up. But you know what? I had to throw myself in there to get me out of trouble. <laughs> I'm really just talking about her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm smooth with it. That's a strategy. That's a strategy. I got some strategies down. Y'all just keep listening to y'all, Pastor. I'm going to help y'all. I got them strategies. <laughs> Throw myself in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but listen, yeah, we're going to eat. If I had to buy myself something, we're going to be all right. Yeah. But, but all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that even when we're arguing, I have to remember the promise. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Get this. Don't miss this. Tell them don't miss this. Thank you. God will fight the battle for you, but he's not going to help you beat up anybody. Tell your neighbor what I just said. Just tell your neighbor. Go ahead and go ahead and tell your neighbor what I just said. Yeah. 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 Go tell. Yeah. Tell him what I just said. Tell him. Yeah. He'll fight the battle for you. He's not going to help you beat up anybody. 
Hallelujah. Ananias and Sapphira lost a spiritual battle because they lied. They just, you ever met somebody just lie for no reason? They just, wow, really? Oh my goodness, you're that response? <laughs> just, 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 just people just, just lie. Ananias and Sapphira, they, they lied. Greed set in. They felt like they can keep more than what they, what they were supposed to. And so they decided, hey, we sold it, so let's just, let's just figure this out. Let's keep what we want, and we're just going to give what we want to the church. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Y'all laughing at Ananias and Sapphira. But listen, how many of you guys lie in your tithe? Just because it was in the envelope don't mean it was a tithe. Just keep looking straight ahead. Just look, just look. Don't, don't put your head down. Here, here's the question. God said, if you tithe, I'll open up windows of heaven. I'll pour you out blessings. Watch this. You don't have room enough to receive it. Watch this. What's causing you to doubt that? Every time you don't tithe, Satan says, yes. Every time you, you tithe a lie, Y'all need a tithing envelope? <laughs> I'm just scanning the room. not through yet. Every time you do that, you know that's not 10% of what you make. But you put it in there anyway, like Ananias and Sapphira. When the apostles asked, they asked Sapphira, they would have asked Ananias, they said, listen, is this what you sold? Is this what you sold this land for? Is this the, all the money? He said, yes. And the apostle looked at him and said, why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? Why, why, do, why, do you, why, do you, why do you lie? He said, man, see those men right there? He said, they're about to carry you out this, they're about to carry your dead body out of this room. And he fell dead. Bam. His wife walked in, asking for a tithe envelope. <laughs> they asked her, said, so is this, is this, is this all, is this, this all you said? Yes, it is. Man, why are you, why are you lying? Said the same people that just carried your husband's dead body out there, they about to carry out of them bloop. Don't be laughing, that was, she died. <laughs> she started laughing. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> so, so, so here's what I want you to do. 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 I, I, I want you to think about the area of your life where if Satan was going to trick you, if he was going to cause you to fall, what would it be? Write it down. Just grab, grab your, everybody grab your phone grab, and hide it. Don't let your neighbor see it. Yeah, don't, because they might be trying to tempt you in that area. So, 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 so if, if Satan was going to get you to fall, is it anger? That man, when I get angry, I just, it's hard for me to come back when I get angry. What is, is it doubt? Is it my past? Is it past hurts? Past pains, past failure. Is, it, is, is that where Satan tricks me? Is it, is it, is it lust? Is it, is, it, is it envy? Where I envy somebody else's possessions. I envy their husband, wife, their body uh, type. Is it envy? What is it? Is, it? is it doubt? Is it, do I wrestle with my faith? If Satan is going to attack me, what... What's, what's his strategy? How has Satan been attacking me and what's been working? Satan can't attack me with alcohol because alcohol doesn't bother me. He can't attack me with drugs. I never, never, had, never dealt with that. So that, 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 that's no temptation for me. There's, there's zero temptation for me there. But, but what about lust? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's lust. Maybe, that, maybe that's an area. What, what, about, what, what about greed? What about greed? What about gambling? Maybe, maybe I'll, just, I'll just gamble. Maybe, maybe that's where I'm going to lose it. What's the area? Where does Satan, where does he have the greatest hope in your life? Raise your hand if you've written it down. You've written something down. You've written something down. Raise your hand if you've written something down. Okay, that's most of us. Okay, all right. So if, if you know that, you're a long way down the road. If you know, for some of you, it may, be, it may be multiple areas. And that's okay. You need to know where Satan is attacking. You need to know that. You need to know the area of your own vulnerability. You need to know that. You need to know that. You need to know where you're weak. If you know that some of the, some of the tread is showing in your tire, then you know to drive a little slower. Does that make sense? You know not to go on a long trip if you know that there, there's, there's, some, there's some, is it thread or tread? It's tread. It's it. Okay, okay. It, it's not thread. Not, we don't ride on threads. We ride on tread. So what are them little wires that be sticking out? That's the steel belt. Okay, I'm going to say that. If you know the steel belt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> if you know the steel belt, if if you know that no 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 Mike, this is a good this is good teaching, ain't it, y'all? Yeah, it's good teaching. If if you know the steel belt is showing in your tire, then you know to be more cautious. You know to take it take it easy in that regard. The, the problem is is that many of us. Our, our steel belt are showing spiritually, but we still don't know it. And so, and so we're conducting life as if nothing's wrong. Not realizing that Satan has an all-out attack against you. I, I, we read the scripture, Satan is poised, ready to pounce. 
Satan is waiting on his opportunity. I heard somebody say that Satan is patient, and he is. A snake is very patient. Satan is patient. So you think you're okay because nothing has happened yet. You don't even realize you've been setting up for the, you've been set up, you're being set up for the okey-doke. I probably shouldn't have said that. Ask your neighbor, what is an okey-doke? Ask him. Let's see if, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, don't worry about it. If, if your neighbor don't know, don't ask your other neighbor, they'll know. Man, how much time I have? Oh, man, my time's running out. <laughs> but but what, what you don't understand is that when, when you come under attack, especially um, a severe attack, that thing, Satan's been planning that for years. He's been planning that for years, if not months. He's been planning that attack against you. Watch this. So, y'all, y'all I need y'all to hear me. Satan is planning an attack against you real soon. He says, our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He has some traps that he set. Now, as long as you're aware, as long as you're aware, you put on the whole armor, and as long as you understand that this is the area. So, so let me say it like this. So, so, so let, let's say, let, throw, throw out a problem that, that sometimes Christians have. Throw out an issue. Pride. Okay, so watch this. So if, if a Christian says, you know what, pride is my issue. Pride, man, pride is so hard for me. Pride is difficult for me. How does a person overcome pride? And we're just talking. How does a person overcome pride? How can a person overcome pride? And, and I know that there's different areas, but let's talk about pride. And How do we overcome pride? Say what? Find a scripture about it? Okay. What else? How, do we, how does a person overcome pride? Say what? Practice being a servant. I like that. So, so instead of wanting the, wanting the job inside the church, we're going to go serve in the parking lot. That's a good way. Overcome pride. What else? D- denying yourself. What does that mean? D- denying yourself. Right. Because pride says I can have that too. So instead of buying that, I deny myself. What else? How to overcome pride? How to overcome pride? Say again, humility. humility. How, so how, how do I humble myself? How do I do that? Surrender. Oh, I, heard, I heard it. Somebody, I heard, say what? Start apologizing. Start apologizing. What else? You're going to say, start apologizing. She said, ask for a direction. She's talking to me and now, right? She's talking to me. Ask for a direction. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was shade. She's throwing shade. <laughs> Yeah, we hear you, you, the little shady comment. We heard that shade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop and ask for directions. We got GPS now. So, yeah, yeah. What, what, what were you going to say? <laughs> Reading the Bible, people who have wrestled with pride have fallen from it, and people who have, have overcome it. Give, give, give me another issue. Give me another issue. Another issue, trust, trust. So, so they don't, don't trust anybody. Yeah, they have a hard time trusting anybody. How do you overcome that? Somebody say, ooh, Lord. Say what? Take a chance and do what? Say what? Somebody said, no. T- t- lo- loan some money. <laughs> Lord Jesus. 
Okay. We, we listen. Hurry up. We listen. I want to hear this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So just find somebody to loan ten dollars. Is that okay, we'll come back to you. Yeah, we're we're come back. We're come we're come back. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, come back. Man, my time is almost up. My goodness. Yeah, we'll come back to you. And so 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 no 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 really. But because that there are people in the body of Christ like that. They don't trust anybody. They don't, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't trust anybody. So let me, let me come to her and i come back to you. Yes, ma'am. How, how do we overcome trust? How do, I mean, trust issues. How do we overcome trust issues? Are you talking to me? Lord, you. <laughs> don't worry about it. She's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay, y'all. She just woke up. She's, 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 she said, she said, I thought y'all talk, we were talking about something else. It's okay. <laughs> Hold up. Okay. Stay, stay. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. We still love you, girl. We still love you. Yeah. Stay in the present. Stop looking at the past. Yes, ma'am. Start opening up to people. So open up to people. The more you see that they're not out to get you, then you can you can start. Yeah, you can start working. Is it, somebody have their hand up over here. Somebody have their hand up. Okay. You had your hand up? No, I'm talking about back there. You had your hand up? No, you didn't. Okay. Didi, I saw you had your hand up earlier. Uh-huh. Nobody. She said she don't know what caused that. <laughs> yeah. No, there are people who have trust issues with everybody. Yeah, you just, you, you've never met anybody like that that don't trust anybody? You ever heard anybody say, I don't trust anybody, I don't trust nobody? They don't even trust, they don't even trust banks. They got a hole in their bedroom where they bury their money. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Realize everybody's not the same. I like that. So, Stalin, I'm, I'm going to go over here. Okay. Now, do you have something to say? No, it was your turn. Oh, I can go? Okay. Yes, ma'am. So, Stalin forgot what she was supposed to say. <laughs> she forgot. <laughs> yeah. There's a root. They have to go back and find the root from their past. I like that. You had your hand up, Miss Didi. You didn't? Okay. Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Right. Uh-huh.
So, so you're saying that we do have the ability to trust because we sit down in the chair. I got y'all give a hand. Y'all give a hand. Yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> okay, y'all, we got to hurry, man. My time is. Oh, my time is. Oh, Sister Darling, we're going to come back to Sister. Sister Darling, you ready? Why y'all laughing at Sister Darling? <laughs> okay. I told her it was our turn for minutes ago. You have to ask God. Unless you want to be gone, it won't leave. Wow, you'd be willing to love like you've never been hurt. Amen. Listen, I, I really wish we had we had 20 more minutes to deal with that. We don't. Um, but but the, you, you kind of see what you kind of see what I'm saying. When, when, when you're dealing with an issue, um, you, you have to start asking yourself those questions. How do I overcome this? You know, what do I need to do? If I have some trust issues, how do I overcome trust issues? And, and you have to go back to the root, like I heard some other people say. When did this begin? Who was the first person that betrayed my trust? How did I deal with that? How did I overcome that? Did I ever overcome that? And did I, forgive, have, did I ever forgive the people who hurt me? Did I ever forgive them? And so, because when you get to a point where you don't trust anybody, what you're really saying is, I don't trust God. You're saying, I, I, don't, I don't trust God. I don't trust, watch this. I don't trust that God can send anybody in my life who I can trust. Let me say that again. I don't trust that God can send anyone in my life who I can trust. That's really what you're saying. Does that make sense? But, but I, I, just, I, just, I want you to understand that, that there's, a, there's a strategy that's not only against you, but there's a strategy that gets you out of where Satan's trying to get you in. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. You have to ask them to ask themselves, can people trust you? Because many times we're looking at other people that we don't trust, not realizing that we're the ones that doesn't deserve trust. Very good. You were going to say something. You wasn't? Okay. <laughs> don't be getting scared. Okay. Y'all get the point? You, you get the point how, how when, when, when we slow down just long enough to start having a little bit of dialogue about these things, now you start to see how deep it can really be. Because Satan wants you to think that it's on the surface, it's not that big of a deal. But then when you start talking about it, you say, wait a minute. Okay, a person that wrestles with, with, with uh, sexual sin, well, you know, well, it's okay, you know, I'm okay, I control myself. No, not, a, not if you haven't dealt with that demon. If you haven't dealt with that spirit, you just, you just, you're an accident waiting to happen. You haven't dealt with that. You got to go back and you have to deal with that. And so, man, one of these days, y'all, we're going to finish this. So we, we got to, we got to three. We did one more than we did last week. Hallelujah. Yeah, we, <laughs> we got to three. Um, so hopefully next week we can get to four, four, five, and six. Y'all give the Lord a hand. Thank y'all so much. Wow. Miss Anna,